Lions 34, the Bears 30. This one was hard to believe. Yep, we've got the post-game show for you right now. It's the Windy City Podcast. You're going to hear from Matt Nagy. I don't know how much longer we're going to hear from the head coach of the Chicago Bears. You're going to hear from Mitchell Trubisky, and you're going to hear from me. Yours truly at the Carm. The Windy City after the Bears and Lions starts right now. Showtime. Stafford will step up. Pressure coming. Floats it for Jones. Open in the end zone. And it's a touchdown for the Lions. Marvin Jones Jr. Mitchell Trubisky in trouble. It's a strip. The ball is out. The ball is out inside the 10-yard line. A strip sack, and it's recovered by the Lions. On second down, Peterson again. Adrian Peterson, full head of steam, turning for the goal line and fights his way in for the touchdown. And the Detroit Lions take the lead with 137 to play. Oh, man. Third and five. Trubisky, Robinson, and Robinson will jump out of bounds. But did he step out before the yardage for the first down? It looks like he did. Trubisky will hand it to Montgomery. Montgomery to the 20, inside the 20. Timeout is going to be used by the Bears. I'm not sure he got the first down anyway. They're going to pull the chains, and it is well short on this measurement. And everybody giving Daryl Bevel a little love. He's about to go 1-0 as Lions head coach as Matthew Stafford takes the knee. Fuck out of here. Like... Fuck out of here. Like, this one was unbelievable. 99.1% chance to win the football game. Up 10. Four minutes to go. Fuck out of here. Like, lose. The pride and joy of you. So, all right, welcome into the Windy City Podcast. Bears lose to the Lions 34-30. to How in the world did that happen? Seriously, Mitchell Trubisky, you know what he was today? Really, really good. Really good. 26-34, threw a touchdown pass, didn't throw an interception, basically did everything right except for getting stripped inside his own 10-yard line, holding the football too much. But really, Matt Nagy, that was on you. Honestly, what were you doing? Explain to me what the mindset was. Third and four, and we have to, you know, we're backed up where we don't really have the field position. So um, we have to get a first down. We have to make them use their timeouts. And, uh, you know, we, we ran a play that's good versus all coverages. You know, it, it's if they show man, great. It has answers versus zero. And then if they play zone, we got answers there as well. So we felt good with, with that. Um, and it's just a play, at least what I saw from the Jumbotron afterwards, is kid made a good play around the edge and was able to swipe his arm out and make a play. I'd have to go back and see, you know, as far as the pushing up in the pocket and, 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 and you know, other guys within the route and where that was. But we, we had to stay aggressive there and, and get first downs to make them use their timeouts and try to end, the, end with the football and win the game. No, you didn't. You did not have to get a first down. All you really had to do was not fumble. That's what you quote-unquote had to do. Do not 
fumble the football. You still lead by three points. The game is ticking away. You're in a good position. There was 146 to go, man. I know the defense just gave up a seven-play, 96-yard drive to make it a three-point game. Make them go back out there again. Make them do it. But you didn't. You had to get a first down. By the way, that's Matt Nagy lighting up his defense. Now, by the way, on the play call, hey, what happened on the play call? That play for us is a, uh, you know, it's day one training camp, and it's something that, that all those guys know inside out. Oh, I get it. It was the easiest play ever that always works against any defense that we've been running in since day one of training camp. So now we've gone at the defense, and now we're going at the offense. Somebody's got to find the mirror here. Matt Nagy, I like you. I think you're a good guy. I want you to be successful. But you got to, at some point, just have a little bit of self-reflection. You know what? I might have messed this one up. The way it ended, I mean, we've been on the other end of so many of these, and and now to have a lead like this and and lose this way, um, you know, it stings. On further review, maybe we should have punted the football. Good God. Or ran the football if we don't get it. You get what I'm saying. Run the ball. If we don't get it, then we'll punt the ball. Um, uh, You know, I, I... Again, with with our our guys, um, it's never fun being in that locker room. Mitchell Trubisky, by the way, when you drop back there, easier said than done, I suppose, although not that much easier said than done. It's a quick look, one second, two second, nothing's happening. All right, I'm running. I am running the ball. If I make it, great. If I don't, clock's running. They got to take a timeout. You can't sit back there like you did. Matt Nagy, you worried about your job? I don't get into any speculation on any of that. I just my job. What my job is to do is is to make sure that each and every week uh, I'm giving it everything I can as a coach and as a leader. You know, with these guys, so I have to make sure that uh, I do that. And any other thing that's a distraction, that would be taken away from our team, and and that would be not good for for me or them. And I just so I don't even get into that. See, this is where I could use some honesty too. Matt Nagy's been asked about his job in kind of a confrontational way the last couple of weeks. This week was a little bit less confrontational. But if I'm him, I would look right into that Zoom camera, and Patrick Finley asked him the question today. I'd say, hey, Patrick and everybody else, this is the last time I'm asking this question, answering this question. We got four weeks to go here. What do you think? Yes, I'm extremely concerned about my job. It was the miracle of a lifetime or the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Let's not even call it a miracle. Let's say he earned it. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my professional career, in a professional career full of great things, but this one's far and away the greatest. I'm the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Of course I'm worried about my job. It's it, it hurts. They all they all sting. They all hurt. We've lost six games in a row. We're five and seven. We need a miracle to get back in the playoff conversation. So yes, of course I'm concerned. Don't ask me that again. You want to talk about what's going on in the field? I'm in. But I'm not here to answer about my job status. You can talk to my boss about that. His name is Ryan Pace. And just be done with it. 
Well, you know, we were, we're playing a, a good offense and a good quarterback, and um, but I'll have to go back and watch the tape. Matt Nagy, I'm out here trying to protect you, man. So, by the way, what is left to do? We talked all week about going 1-0 and 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 finishing. We talked about both of those things, and, you know, we didn't do that. So, um, for us, again, this this you have to look at it as a, as a week-by-week deal for our team and where we're at and controlling what we can control. So, the only thing that I can control right now for, for me is making sure that these guys understand um, the fight and they know the care and and where all that stuff's at and then we all each got to do our part you know it can't just be one person we all got to do it together and uh you can't worry about that other stuff you can you got to worry about what's in front of you and uh is this right now a difficult time you're damn right it is you know it really is it's hard it challenges it challenges you in a lot of different ways and that's just being as real as i can be you know you you uh it's it's hard but this is also why we're in the positions that we're in is to be able to let these guys see the authenticity of, of your belief and trust in them. And I think the easy way out is, is for, you know, people in different positions like myself as a head coach is just to chalk it up and say, man, this is, it just wasn't our year, but that'll never happen with me and, and our guys. And, and they, they, they feed, they feed off of, of that. And that's all we can do. So um, the belief, the trust, and that um, we're going to, we have to finish strong, and just understand that that's what we have left. That's what's been given to us. So that's what we got to do. Doesn't he sound like a high school football coach? Maybe a special teams coach on the NFL level. He just does not sound like a head football coach in the NFL. Could you ever hear Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, Pete Carroll, literally anyone talk like that? It's just, it's, it's corny, man. It's just, I don't. That's not it. Just letting them know that that uh, you know that there's a there's stories in life, man, and we gotta uh, just understand where this is at. And there's not a lot of words that can be said. It's just not it. And look, there was a lot of good out there today. There really was. I thought the run game looked way better. David Montgomery was 17 carries for 72. He was over four yards a carry. Cordero Patterson, 10 for 59. All of a sudden, Cordero Patterson actually looks like a running back. He's doing some nice jump cuts. He's moving around back there. I like it. Bears rush for 140 yards. Threw for 249. Add that up. You know, it's a good offensive day. 389. Now, the defense, for whatever reason right now, just sucks. And you look, here. here's the Bears' defense when I look at the stats. Roquan Smith led the, the led the team in tackles with nine. Then Fuller, Screen, Trevathan, DeAndre Houston, Carson, Jalen Johnson, Bilal Nichols. Sweet interception by Bilal Nichols. Tayshawn Gibson, Brent Irvin, Barcavius Mingo were down to the two-tackle round. J.P. Holtz had a couple of tackles. Eddie Jackson, Akeem Hicks had two tackles. John Jenkins, Joel Iwe Bunier, two tackles. One tackle. Mario Edwards, Ryan Nall. No tackles, but a pass deflection. Deion Bush. Where in the world is Khalil Mack? He didn't even make the stat sheet. How's that possible? You think he'd accidentally fall into one tackle, let alone a sack? Same thing with you, Robert Quinn. You're not on the stat sheet. That is, that's pathetic is what that is. 
really, really, really just you can't you can't win when your most high priced defensive players are giving you absolutely positively nothing. And there was a lot of plays today where they were both one on one and they did not get to the quarterback. So I don't know if they're hurt or disinterested or just are old and bad. But whatever it is, it ain't good. Hey, Mitchell Trubisky, what'd you think of your play today? You'd like to not have that one mistake at the end, obviously. Um, I thought I went out there, I played efficient today. I thought our offense was efficient today. I thought we did a good job of mixing in the run with the pass, and I thought we were balanced. I thought the O-line did a great job of protecting um, and establishing the run game. I thought our backs ran really hard. David and CP um, ran their tails off. So it was really fun to see. It was fun to watch and, and be a part of. So um, we had one mistake at the end. Uh, ball security so we emphasize that um and keep working the fundamentals but that was my goal today to go out there play efficient and try to be mistake free and we had one at the end that 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 hurt us but um you gotta i think we can continue to keep looking at the positives and uh we keep making leaps as offense but we got to continue to just keep getting better and keep scoring more points and i think if we continue to play with that efficiency that good things will happen you got to believe that So I actually like what Mitchell Trubisky is saying. He's growing up at least some. I played pretty well, man. I had a good game. I had a good game. Yeah, it sucks that I fumbled, and it ended up costing us the game. But by the way, that shouldn't have been the play call, but I shouldn't have messed it up. I did, but I'm not going to let it ruin my whole day. And, yes, I'm going to stay positive going forward. I know that these are probably my last four games with the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go elsewhere. And I'm about to say something that I never thought I would say, but I'm saying it now. We might miss Mitchell. We actually, we actually might miss Mitchell Trubisky. I might miss Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's got a chance. The brain power is not strong. It's a problem. But he does work at it. And he does have mobility. And he hasn't been coached well. And there are things you can do with him to make him successful. So I wouldn't rule out that he goes elsewhere and plays well. It's on the table. He's never going to be Patrick Mahomes. I get it. He's never going to be Deshaun Watson. The Bears blew it. That's why they're going to get fired. But offense looks a whole lot better when he's out there than when Nick Foles is out there. And I like his attitude. I do. He's a positive, positive Mitchell Trubisky. Hey, Mitch, what would you think of the decision to run it fourth and one under 20 seconds to go? Yeah, I think we were going down moving the football. I mean, I'm good with that. If you're telling me it's it's one yard and we're handing the ball to David Montgomery, my money's on him every time and our offensive line. It doesn't matter what the situation is. So I think, again, you got to give them credit. Um, they made the play. We didn't. I mean, it's simple as that. But if we were to do it all over again, my, my money would be on David and our offensive line uh, to run that again. So um, credit goes to them. Hard to have a problem with that. He's not going to blast his running back. He's not going to blast the offensive line. He didn't mention Corderell Patterson. He could have mentioned him too. But I have no problem with that. What did I think about us running it on fourth and one? I thought my coach was a complete moron. I thought that I should have thrown the football. 
I thought that Allen Robinson shouldn't have stepped out of bounds when the defender had fallen down. If you go back and watch that play, it's amazing that Allen Robinson didn't pick up the first down. And I love you, Allen Robinson. A-Rob, you deserve a contract extension, all of it, but that was brutal. B-R-U-T-A-L, brutal. This was my favorite, though, from Mitch. Like, how do you move forward from here? What's your advice? Because I get to play the theme song of one of my favorite TV shows growing up. I'm, I'm taking it one day at a time. That's, that's, that's all we're promised. And my job is to continue to make sure this team is sticking together, make sure these leaders are sticking together, and we're just continuing to uplift, uplift our teammates and, and the people in our building. Um, we're, we're in a tough situation. Obviously, we don't want to be in this situation. Um, but I don't believe negativity um, or holding your head down is, is going to help us get out of this. So you got to believe that we're going to turn around. I think continue to stay positive and just keep continue to work harder will help us turn around. So that's what I'm focused on and just taking it one day at a time. And then that's it. Any of my old schoolers with me one day at a time, a little Schneider. So up on Mitch is right for him one day at a time, baby. Look, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to play well. That's my goal. I am Mitchell Trubisky. I was benched. I was cast aside. Everyone thought that I absolutely sucked and would never be heard from again. But now you're all here and you're begging for me to play. And that's right, I'm going to go up against Deshaun Watson next week. The Houston Texans come into town, and I'm going to beat him. He very well might. He very well might. Houston's not very good. And then I'm going to go to Jacksonville, and I'm going to go to Minnesota in reverse order. Minnesota first, then Jacksonville. And then Aaron Rodgers is going to be here, and I'm going to give my best against the Green Bay Packers, and then I'm going to walk out of town. That's what I'm going to do. Mitch, what's this been like for you emotionally? I don't know. I feel kind of just mentally hardened throughout this whole process. There's just a lot of ups and downs um, throughout the season and with everything that's happened. um, I just feel like I'm in control of my emotions and I just want to continue to be positive and um, make sure I'm lifting up my teammates and so we can get this thing going in the right direction. But it obviously hasn't gone our way, but you just look back at the things you can control and, that's all I'm trying to do. So um, emotionally, I just I feel stable, I guess. I agree with him. He actually seems more stable. You know who doesn't seem stable? The head coach doesn't seem stable. But Trubisky does. Hey, Mitch, what was it like when you realized you did not get the fourth down, that David Montgomery was stopped short? What was that like? Accurate answer. The whole city was shocked. Not necessarily by by that play, but by what happened in three hours and some odd minutes on Sunday afternoon at Soldier Field in front of nobody in the middle of a pandemic to the sad-ass Detroit Lions to lose that football game, being up 10 late in the fourth quarter when you had a 99.1% chance of winning. 
Let's wrap up with this. This might just be best for everyone. Mitchell Trubisky, dude deserves a new start somewhere else. He's most likely going to get it. Matt Nagy, not going to work out well for you, I don't think, in Chicago and maybe not elsewhere, but you'll continue in football and maybe you're just not meant to be a head coach and this will be a good learning experience. For the Bears, you have every right to move on now. You might not want to do it. It might be hard. You might really like Ryan Pace. You might really like like Matt Nagy. But tough decisions have to be made in life. And are you really going to let Ryan Pace draft the next quarterback? Are you really going to let Matt Nagy coach the next quarterback? I don't think you can do it. They might be nice guys. I think they are nice guys. They're swell, swell people. Uh, But both of them are clearly in over their head. Maybe they'll be better in their next swing at it. You need to take your next swing. Hire someone smart. Let them figure out who to go get. Find your John McDonough to do it. Or just go and ask who's the best GM out there. Maybe it's John Dorsey. He's had a lot of success in Green Bay and Kansas City. And even Cleveland is he was not when he was there, but some of his pieces are there, and the Browns are nine and three after beating Tennessee. He's available. Rumor has it he was going to bring Eric Bieniemy with him. The franchise will be in a better spot. So sometimes you just got to get on with things. And it's time for the Bears to get on with things. And you needed a colossal collapse to the season, and we're getting it. And to lose to the Lions at home in that fashion, you can't get more colossal. So there'll be a ton of conversation this week. And if you want to hear me on the radio with this, Hamp and OB, Sunday night, Sunday night, Hamp and OB, Tuesday night, 7 to 10 on WGN Radio. Thanks for checking out the Windy City Podcast. I'll see you later in the week with a Bears midweek update and anything else that's going on around the sports world in Chicago. Thanks for listening. If you leave a rating and a review, I'd really, 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 really appreciate it. You're awesome. We'll see you next time. That play for us is a, uh, you know, it's day one training camp. I don't know. I feel kind of just mentally hardened throughout this whole process. This program was recorded on tape. Yeah, obviously, I lost the ball. For a live audience. To lose like that, um, uh, you know, I, I, again, with with our our guys. You know, we we ran a play that's good versus all coverages. Mitch, why have the fumbles continued to be an issue for you? Why hasn't that gotten fixed? Continue to be an issue. I mean, it was last week and this week. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I think that uh, for us, all I know about is, is, you know, who our players are. We have to finish strong.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.